Yo, yo, we're Estro Hayes, and we're just trying to grow. That means we're bringing you dope insight into the cannabis industry with exclusive interviews, product reviews, and more. The more you know, the more you grow. Now, let's get into the session. We just trying to grow. <laughs> All right, so we're going to jump right in. I know you're crazy, crazy busy. So just want to welcome everyone to this episode of We're Trying to Grow. I'm Sarita, one of the co-founders of Estro Hayes, and we are connecting the multicultural women to the cannabis industry. Today we have Mason Levy, who is the CEO and founder of We Grow App, and I went to the website, so I'm going to just read straight from there. It says it is a do-it-yourself cannabis cultivation that provides grow tips, advice, all personalized with step-by-step instructions from a woman named Elle. Elle. She's just a, you know, is she a woman? <laughs> is she a woman? I don't know. You tell me. It's just gender fluid. I can't. Yeah, I mean, do we need to make, do we need to label it? <laughs> we don't. We don't. Especially now. We can't be labeling nothing. So L is L. <laughs> L. L is L. No, what does it stand for? Education and empowerment. And in the middle is love life. Education, empowerment, and love life. Pretty good. Pretty powerful right there, That right? is, man. That like is. It. It's straight from the heart. Straight from the heart. It is. Wait, wait. Was that always that, or did you just come up with that? No, 100%. <laughs> that's the whole reason that you named that. I'm going to say, Mason, because I know you quit, and I'm not going to do this with you today. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right. yeah I'm not, I'll, try, I'll try to keep the bullshit to a minimum. Okay, okay. Well, listen, <laughs> we talked to you back in Arbor Day, and you told us all about We Grow App and what the product does and why you built it. Today, we're talking to you all about pitching because you're a masterful pitcher, and... Oh. Going through Canopy, going through the accelerator, and positioning your company or your brand for fundraising is a totally different ball game, and that it does involve pitching your business. So, I know that you did. You went through the Canopy accelerator. You also yeah. went through 1871 Chicago, which is an incubator. And first yeah. off, is there a diff? What is the difference between an incubator and accelerator? little bit of a different business model, right? So an incubator is uh, something that doesn't typically take equity in a company, uh, and you're typically paying them a membership fee, uh, but you get access to a community and all the different mentors that they have uh, within that community. Um, and then an accelerator is obviously a very defined uh, piece of time. Uh, you know, it's a typical program. Uh, Canopy is uh, 16 weeks, uh, and they give an investment and then take an equity stake in the company. Uh, so a little bit of a different model. That's that's really the, the biggest thing. But at the end of the day, they're both amazing networks for entrepreneurs to meet other entrepreneurs and get help and mentorship uh, in helping build their businesses. Now, before, prior to both of those, had you ever pitched before? Yeah, of course. I'm always pitching, girl. An entrepreneur <laughs> since day one, you're, all, you're always trying to sell something. Now, what, what happens when before the incubator, before the accelerator, and you're just out pitching, what changed when you went through the incubator and accelerator that added to your pitch performance? Sure. I mean, I think, you know, in general, in building a business, it's about surrounding yourself with people that are smarter than you in a lot of different things. And so you're just continually learning and refining, right? So like prior to having a pitch deck and 
uh, going through these things, you know, it's very informal and conversations with people like yourself where I'm telling my idea and getting feedback and iterating. And then, you know, you get into a, a setting where people are like, we need a pitch deck and that's what you need to go fundraise. And it's like, OK, well, let's start building that. And you get people to help, uh, you know, get feedback and ask questions. And you're always rapidly iterating on that and continually improving minute by minute. Right. Right. So what's the purpose for those who don't know? What is the purpose for pitching? Why yeah. do we pitch? So I think the purpose, a lot of people think that the purpose to, of pitching is to raise money. And I think that's an incorrect purpose. The purpose of pitching is to start a conversation, right? So when I pitch, my objective is to get somebody interested in what I'm working on enough to say, hey, you know what, Mason, I want to sit down and have a conversation about this. I got a couple of questions, right? That's the purpose of pitching. You know, sometimes if you're really freaking good, maybe somebody writes you a check. Maybe you, you go to a, a pitch competition and you win the winner's fund and somebody writes you a really big check. And that's always fun, too. Uh, but again, I think the purpose of pitching is to start the conversation. Start the conversation. What are some other elements of pitching that people may not think about or may not consider? We said the sure. pitch deck. You got to have that. Got to have a pitch deck. But I think at the end of the day, you know, the biggest thing that you're selling is yourself and your team. Right. And so having a presence on stage, presenting and having a good cadence and clearly articulating, uh, you know, what you're trying to accomplish from a business perspective. Uh, I think that that are those are all things that are being going into the, the grand uh, vision of a pitch. Right. Uh, it's more than just a slide deck. Uh, it's more than just words. It's also my body language and my confidence. Can I command a room and portray uh, expertise in whatever subject matter I'm talking about? So, candidates, pitch deck. Pitch deck. For sure. Um, and you're going out looking for the next conversation. So this is, we're, we're, we're having this pitch so that we can have more conversations and hopefully land some funding. Yeah, you know, I mean, I don't know. Sometimes you pitch to not get funding, right? Mm. It could be a grant. It could be for customers. Like you, a pitch to a, a sales pitch could be that you're trying to not get funding but maybe find a new client too. Mm -hmm. uh, and so, you know, it, it really depends on your objectives. You know, as an entrepreneur that's trying to build a VC-backed business, then obviously, you know, you're trying to find angel investors, uh, private equity firms, venture capitalists that are interested in helping accelerate your growth and become part of your team as well. Right, right, right. So in that vein, specifically talking to those entrepreneurs who are looking to find those VCs, get those angel investors, what are some common misconceptions that they need to mm. go ahead and throw out right now? That it's easy. <laughs> like, number one, that it's easy. It's a really hard game for, for us to play. I mean, as an entrepreneur, uh, you know, there's ups and downs. I think that's the biggest misconception is that, like, hey, I got a pitch and I'm going to get on stage and somebody's going to start throwing uh, money at me, uh, you know. And so, like, again, this is the start of a conversation and not an end goal. Uh, other things about pitching that are maybe uh, misconceptions or something is that it needs to be perfect, right? Mm. Uh, I think you should be polished, uh, but nothing's perfect. And then I think another uh, misconception, again, and we kind of alluded to it, is that, like, it's the finale, you know, that I have a pitch and then I'm pitching this thing once and then I'm done, right? And it really isn't that. It's like uh, you put out a pitch. So I pitched in May. We won Best Pitch Prize uh, and then got invited back to an RQ webinar to pitch a second time, you know, three weeks later. And we literally threw away the entire pitch deck that we had just won with. Three weeks before. And put a new pitch in front of people. 
And so, you know, I think that's the misconception is that like once you're ready to pitch and you have a pitch deck, then it's over. You know, you're going to just now be starting to get really good feedback. And so you can continually iterate on that pitch deck. So when you you, you were successful, you won in May. And what mm-hmm. did you win? We won fifty thousand uh, dollars, a really beautiful trophy. I wish I had the trophy here, uh, but it's a really beautiful trophy, and it's a functional smoking accessory, so you can actually smoke out of this trophy too. It's a bong. Uh, yeah, yeah. What? <laughs> Why did we not do that? <laughs> the best trophy I've ever gotten in my life. <laughs> so wait a minute. Okay, so let's go back. So you won this. Got the trophy. You got fifty thousand dollars. You were invited to pitch again online why would you change the deck if you already won why would you change the deck that's a good question uh so i mean every time uh as we said it's a start of a conversation right and so you get some feedback from the first pitch and obviously a lot of positive feedback you know there's more that i wanted to explain to a group that had already maybe seen it and so you gave me some airtime. And I'm going to tell a little bit of a different story so that you get a little bit, you know, I'm trying to attract more people. So maybe the pitch the first time then attracted 10 people out of the 100 that were there. And maybe this pitch, you know, another 10 people caught a little glimmer of what was interesting to them because we changed it a little bit. And so those started new conversations. And again, you got, you know this. There's so much to building a business and a company. And as an entrepreneur, I could talk about my company and my team and the product for days and so like the opportunity to tell just a little bit more than what I had already done uh you gotta you gotta utilize that correctly that makes that makes a ton of sense so you went back took the feedback and also wanted to expand on some other things so you went back in what were the results from that pitch oh it was good you know again these are a very similar community uh you know started more conversations with a couple of investors and then at the end of the day, one of the biggest things that we, we've gotten out of these pitches is potential clients. You know, we learned that, you know, our technology that we're building, not just the home grow tech, but the tech that runs the home grow piece of it uh, is really valuable to people. Uh, and so it's open conversations and opportunities uh, to go down this path that, uh, that is ultimately quicker revenue generation uh, and a much bigger idea that's going to be able to launch us not only here in the cannabis industry and help many, many brands be successful, but also take us outside of the cannabis industry to help brands outside too, which is really intriguing uh, uh, and always been the plan for us is, you know, to start here in cannabis, build some really amazing technology and then go apply it to other industries. You know, the team that I have around me, we're really passionate about empowering people. Healthcare and wellness is, you know, a big core of what we're doing. Uh, and, and ultimately, you know, the ability to do that on a much grander scale, I think, is a, a really enticing uh, uh, opportunity for us. And so that's what it has done is it's opened so many doors. So many more people are interested in what we're doing and helping. Uh, and, you know, you can't do this alone. You need a group of people, whether they're, you know, on your team and equity holders or they're just, you know, mentors that get on the phone with you and play psychology, uh, psychologist when you're when you're your anxiety levels through the roof. And they just you just need somebody to give you a, a you know, a digital Hub, you know? Yes, <laughs> I like that. A digital hub for sure. Digital for sure. Team. That's right. Thank you. We're sending it back to the Wheat Grow team for sure. <laughs> it's so, but it's it's so real. It's so important. But I, I'm glad you touched on even outside of the investors, you were thinking about just the users, the people who use the app. And so you were able to take that feedback and even focus it on their experience. Because I mean, without them, you don't really have a product, do you? 
it's all about customers. You know, I'm, I've always been a big proponent of customer first, you know, building human centered design. And you got to get these things in the hand of people to get true feedback to get true feedback from them. And then ultimately, you know, you're trying to build products and services that meet their needs and make them happy and bring joy to their life. And so without seeing and talking and hearing from them uh, and getting something into their hands, you, you don't have that ability. So it, it has opened so many doors to, to not only our customers that are current, our future customers, but friends and family, mentors and advisors, investors, et cetera. Oh my gosh. So let's switch gears and I want to talk Talk about your pitching and I see no one else can see this because today we're doing an audio recording because I just don't even want to fool around with the video recording, but I'm going to unlock my phone. I'm going to get a picture at least of us having this conversation, but I wanted to ask, um, before we go into another side of this, how much have you raised? Not only for WeGrow, but other companies, is it thousands, hundreds of thousands, the millions all of hundreds, it. hundreds of thousands for WeGrow and millions for uh, other businesses that I've helped start uh, as well. Uh, my personal businesses that I own equity in, uh, and then within my role as program director at Canopy, you know, I think our total portfolio has about twenty-seven million dollars raised right now. Uh, not that I am responsible for any of that at all, uh, but you know, involved in pieces and puzzles of that, so I'm around the the fundraising world, uh, you know, pretty regularly. And being in that world, that's, first of all, that's crazy. Hundreds of thousands to millions. And I'm just like, I'm just trying to pay off my student loans. And I'm I don't, still trying to do that, too. I'm still trying to do that, too. I mean, Mason, seems like you <laughs> could cut the check, though. I ain't got the money to cut a check. People are cutting checks to me to not pay my student loans off, you know. Maybe one of these days somebody will buy a business that I've created and then I can pay off my student loans. Just write that one check and get Sally Mae off my back. But... <laughs> But being in this space, being so successful with fundraising, what are some things behind the veil that regular people would never even know that they might need to know so that when they go out and do this, they're informed and, and have better results? Yeah, it's a good question. You know, I don't know. You know, I think uh, there is a beautiful package that you put out when you pitch. Uh, you know, you have this really nicely put together and well-designed pitch deck, and hopefully you have demos and you've got working products. Uh, but, you know, I think one of the biggest misconceptions, misconceptions is that, you know, these companies have it all together and we figured out every problem, right? Yeah. Uh, and I, in reality, you know, in the startup world, uh, you know, there's a lot of uncertainty and a lot of fires that are happening every single day. Um, and so, you know, it, it, it's, it's always a long road and there's always fires to be put out and it's a lot harder than it looks. Uh, you got to go out there and do it, though. You got to put one step in front or one foot in front of the other and start making those baby steps. Uh, and so I think that that's probably the biggest misconception is that, you know, the fundraise is, again, the, the start of it. Once somebody gives you a check for an idea and a little bit of execution, you've got to go and prove, uh, you know, over the next three, five years that you can bring the money back to them because that's ultimately why they're giving you capital. Uh, so it's really just the start of in, in the entire process. And it's, and it's not an easy game for any of us to be playing. There's a lot of anxiety, a lot of sleepless nights, and a lot of... Uh, mechanical turking right you know 
It might look it might look like the leaderboards are auto-populating, but somebody's watching that and every night typing in, you know, the, to the leaderboard what who's winning and who's losing type of a thing, you know. It it looks like magic, but it's not really magic at this point in time. <laughs> That's so true. It's not. Everyone is working. There's there's people pushing the machines because after all, this is still a business. We're running and building businesses and building brands. What about so I'm new. I have a business. Yeah. Um it's it's past idea form. We at least have a website. We've got a website. We have information. <laughs> but now I think that I need to go out and I need to get some brand awareness. And I think the first step would be going out to pitch. Sure. How should I put that in my roadmap? Do you even put that in your your business plan or your go to market pitch competition? Yeah, I mean, if you if you think that you're building a business, uh, you know whether it be venture capital, venture capital backed or angel backed. Uh, or you're just doing a lifestyle business, you know, having a pitch deck, uh, you know, and having something that is a document even that you can share with your team, right? Having clarity to your own team about what you're trying to do and how you're trying to do it uh, is super valuable. So, you know, spending time early on thinking through those things uh, is definitely a big piece of, a big piece of the puzzle and, and worthwhile. So, you know, at an early stage, should you specifically go create this full-blown business plan that's 60 pages long and details every single month? Probably not. You probably don't need that. Uh, but having a pitch deck, you know, 12 to 20 slides that explain like what we're trying to accomplish, what the problem is, how we talk about our solution, uh, you know, and, and who we're targeting, uh, I think is important, just as important internally as it is externally. You know, as an entrepreneur that is building teams around me, communicating to my team uh, what we're trying to accomplish, it all starts with the pitch deck. You know, it's the leading piece of the puzzle that ties everything together uh, in a cohesive story. And so should an entrepreneur early on, you know, uh, uh, build something? Yeah. Even if you're, you know, going out to, to build a Twitter and a Facebook following, you know, understanding the voice that you want to have uh, and speak to them and what, what those types of uh, tweets and posts are going to be about. You know, it, it's really important to have that uh, mindset early on so that you're not just free willing, you know, you got to have some type of, and it can always adjust, but you should have some type of a train rail uh, that you're going down. Uh, and as a conductor, you can sit there and pull the lever and change tracks a little bit, but uh, you need to have some type of an uh, objective that you're trying to get to. Okay. Now I'm the CEO of the company yes. and I have a team and mm -hmm. I'm a lot of anxiety, but everyone keeps okay. telling me that I'm the CEO and I should be the one to pitch. What are yeah. your thoughts on that? Lose the ego. Uh, first of all, you know, CEO, great. Be the front man if you want. If, if you're the best person to be pitching, uh, you know, if you're a really great presenter and have a good stage presence, then go and do it. But, you know, at the end of the day, it's not necessary, right? Like part of it is having a dynamic team and understanding whose strengths and who has what strengths and what weaknesses. And so as a CEO, you know, be humble to say, I don't need to be the one that's on stage. Because, you know, my COO or even my VP of product or whatever it might be, my marketing officer uh, might be the best person to put out front. Uh, yeah. So, I mean, I don't think that the CEO has to be the one that pitches. A lot of times it is. Uh, but, it's, you know, every case is different. Mm -hmm. And what about those people who are solo solopreneurs? So they have no team. They haven't built a team yet. But they still have the anxiety, the fear, but they understand that this is a necessary evil for them to get to the next level and start having these conversations. How do they get to overcome? Like, like I'm in here, I'm here, I'm at the place, oh my God, I'm next. 
What? Yeah. I, what I don't want to have cotton mouth. What am I supposed to do? Drink a lot of water. Okay. Do some breathing exercises. If you're into mindfulness meditation or yoga, do some do some of that. I personally like to do a little dance prior to going on. Get some pump up music ready to go. What's you know, your pump up uh, music? What's some of your tunes? Yeah, come on now. And then, you know, have fun with it. You know, again, the, this is not the end game. It's the beginning. And so not everything, uh, you know, the objective is not to go win the world. It's to to open up the world, to start the conversation. And so, you know, take that pressure off of yourself and say, you know what, this isn't this isn't the final step of this journey. It's the very beginning of this journey. And be excited for the opportunity to learn from that opportunity or from that experience. Uh, and again, it's all about practice. So you go pitch once, don't think that that's the last time you're gonna go pitch. You know, go and pitch again, go and keep doing that and keep doing it. And eventually somebody that has a lot of anxiety from getting on stage and talking to people it becomes easier and you get more natural in that state and you can start to command the room. So, you know, don't the first time anxiety and nerves is always part of the puzzle. You're going to all have it. We're human and we're nervous. We're nervous beings. <clears throat> but, you know, be excited and, and look for the opportunities to have some fun and enjoy that moment. Oh, I love that. OK, now we're going to round this thing out. And I think that was really, really good honing in on how you can pitch and, and not be afraid and how to get over that. You've talked about fundraising. You talked about the importance of having that pitch deck. You said you don't even do the 60 day, the 60 page business plan. Let's just start small. Baby step, baby step, baby, baby step. Any final words about pitching that you want people to know? Hmm. or understand about about pitching oh man you know we, we do 16 weeks of how to pitch so you know breaking it down into like this thing you know again i'd say be confident uh always be looking for feedback and you know i think one of the biggest things that i'd say is as an entrepreneur like don't take it personally right you know a lot of times we have the ability to tie our identity of who we are to our business and if people don't like it or aren't ready to throw money at you you know you feel really defeated as a person uh you know, just the fact that you got up, put together a business plan or, a, sorry, a pitch deck, you know, got on stage or went in front of a group of angels and pitched to them. Like, you've accomplished a lot and done a lot of things that most people in this world haven't done. Uh, so be really proud of that. So be authentic to who you are. Don't change that. You know, uh, I, I'd say that that's the biggest piece of this. This is about you and your team and portraying your best foot forward. And so just have fun with it. This is we all get caught up in this world of building businesses and startups and the pressure and the anxiety of it. And like at the end of the day, we need to realize that, you know, we're humans and this is a lot of fun and we should be having a lot of fun doing it. And at the end of the day, hopefully we can all create some amazing things together that improve all of our lives. Let's improve our lives. Oh, I love it. Okay. So we're <laughs> going to do a couple little games. We're going to do it with rapid fire. Okay, let's go. Favorite strain. Oh, man. Uh, fruity Pebbles. Mm, favorite way to consume? Oh, I'm a flower man. So a joint or a bowl, either one. I like my bubbler, too, but I like flower. flower. Just flower. <laughs> <laughs> joint or blunt? Uh, joint. Mm. I, I like a nice blunt every once in a while, but typically they're a little too much for me personally. For just a one sit sit down and go, but a joint, I can roll it up and go and enjoy it. And I, I do like a blunt every once in a while too, but I'll, I'll go joint. That and might be the white boy in me talking though. Listen, 
I just want you to know, Safan is going to hit you up personally and be like, I'm going to turn you into a blunt aficionado because yep. that's all Let's she ever this. wants. I'm open canvas to be drawn on right now. Yes. Okay. Now, I'm going to say a word. You tell me the first thing that comes to your mind. Uh-oh. Colorado. Mountains. Diversity. Beautiful. I love diversity. I, 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 you went from Colorado to diversity, and those are like complete polar opposites. Yes! I was like, lack thereof? No, no. <laughs> Embrace it. Uh, it's a beautiful thing, man. I, I love diversity. It makes us all better. Cannabis. Uh, wellness. Mm. Mm. I like that. I like that. I like that a lot. Estro Amazing, beautiful women is the first thing that comes to my mind. High energy, uh, girls that just work their tails off. I love you, ladies. We grow. Uh, teaching people to grow. But again, at the end of this, is uh, it's about empowerment and education. It's bigger than just cannabis. It's bigger than home growth. Uh, it's about empowerment and education. That's our heart. That's what we're passionate about. Uh, and again, loving life, uh, you know, it's all wrapped in, in L. So it wraps back to the first thing that we talked about. Loving life, all wrapped in L. Mason, thank you. Thank you. This was awesome. And this is what, our so second glad. time, our like fourth time trying to reschedule. <laughs> but we finally we got, got it. it. We, we it. got it. it. Any final words? I, I'm, I'm just so appreciative, Mason. Thank you so much. This has been awesome. No, thank you for the opportunity. I'm so happy to be here. Happy to come back again. We can get something else on the schedule. Um, and, you know, love the Esther Hayes podcast. Make sure you guys are subscribing uh, if you haven't done it. Go download the Weaker app if you haven't done that. Uh, and, and, and keep your eyes out for some of the things that we're working on as well outside of Weaker. Now, Mason, do you do any uh, consulting on pitching? Uh, I am more than happy to, to, to give some feedback on pitch decks uh, and give a little bit of two cents here and there. Somebody wants to send me some stuff. Okay, where should they send that? Sure, let's send it to mason at canopyboulder.com. Boom. All right. Boom. Mason at canopyboulder.com. Go visit Canopy Boulder if you're interested in uh, building a, a, a technology company in the cannabis industry. Come check out our website. We're doing a lot of cool stuff. Uh, graduating some amazing companies, and we teach this stuff every day, everything from pitch decks to pro forma analysis, how to build a website, all these things. So come and hang out with us. Ah. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you. All right, Mason. I'll talk to you soon. Um, let me know if we can do anything. We're here, and we just so appreciate you. You know, you were a huge rock and um, huge, huge help then and now so well let's keep it going up. just because we're in different states <laughs> just because we're in different states doesn't mean the help stops you got it you got it. all right i'm gonna be sliding in your slack dims that's right slack slack it to me girl slack it all right you got it thank you mason we'll talk soon have a good one pitch practice in 45 minutes here in the canopy office we're going and getting it done all right well i guess i'll just do it again here same time <laughs> <laughs> nightmare is coming through like, oh, right? God. investor questions are uh, ah. <laughs> Our CFO will handle it. I'll talk offline. <laughs> Thanks, Mason. Uh
If you like what you heard, you want more interviews, insight, and of course, entertainment all around cannabis, support Estro Hey, support your girls in the creation of new content and become a patron. Visit us at patreon.com backslash Estro Hayes. With your support, we can build this community together.